When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to Unequal Sequel. Extra. It's the first time I've ever done the intro with my eyes shut, <laughs> like I was a musician singing a song. And why is that, Dave? Do you want to tell everybody why you've done that? I'm a little bit hungover, Rich. Yeah. For, for a few reasons. <laughs> so, but it, all good. All good. We're here. It's Sunday morning. We're recording this. Um, my favourite time to record. And I feel alive. <laughs> You feel alive and yet strangely dead. <laughs> it's a weird mixture of being tired. I'm slightly, still slightly drunk because <laughs> yesterday was just such a good day. And what did you do yesterday, Dave? Mate, I saw Top Gun Maverick <laughs> in the BFI IMAX in London. And and this is this is the review. Now I have to ask, are we going to do spoilers? I think we're going to have to do spoilers, aren't we? It would be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to send out the beacon now. I'm just saying, guys, this is going to be a spoiler special. Uh, we are going to delve deep into the spoiler sections of Top Gun Maverick. If you have not seen Top Gun Maverick, go see Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. <laughs> One, go and watch it. <laughs> and two, if just wait. Well, yeah, just I don't know where I was going with two, but two, uh, don't listen to this if you haven't watched it and you don't want to know anything about Top Gun Maverick. Yes. That's the thing. (laughs) Sorry if this episode's a little bit rambly. Dave is very worse for wear. (laughs) No, no, I'm all right. I've I've definitely been worse in my life. (laughs) I think when you edit this and listen back to your voice, you'll be like, oh, I do sound rough. (laughs) Is it like a couple of weeks ago when you recorded yourself in slow motion? Uh, No, it's not quite that bad. (laughs) Still don't know how I did that. Magic. The magic of editing no one ever knew. Rich, can you drop... The storyline synopsis of Top Gun Maverick, and then yeah, I mean it's ve- it's it's very similar to the first Top Gun, I suppose. <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise is Maverick. Maverick Peter Mitchell, one of my best friends, is Peter. Is called Peter Mitchell, so I oh, always wow. like to laugh at that. But yeah, he uh, he's the same guy from the first one. He's not grown in character in any way. Um, he's a still a Maverick pilot this time, testing super really supersonic new fighter jets still getting in trouble not made his way past captain because he keeps getting getting in trouble basically gets in trouble again and gets busted back to top gun to this time to go and teach some new recruits 
goes back to teach new recruits, one of whom is Goose's son. So yes, that all ensues, and he's essentially trying to teach them how to t- how to do an impossible mission uh, to blow up a uranium enrichment factory. There you go. That's what he's. That's that's it. <laughs> I know um, the way you just described the synopsis makes it sounds a little bit silly, but loved it. It is a little bit silly, but you know what? It's brilliant as well. <laughs> oh, I'm so relieved it was good, Rich. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, do you know what? I think it might even be better than the original. That's a big statement. Yeah, I know. I know. It is a big statement. But I watched the first one beforehand, and I was yep. like, oh, yeah, this is it's a bit clunky in places. And then I went and watched this one, and I was like, oh, got all the feels. Got all the feels. As soon as the bong mm. hits in the credit, it's got proper credits, proper opening credits. No shitty cold open for this movie. Proper 1980s style opening credits that tell you who's in the movie. Love that. <laughs> It's brilliant. I, I was also confused because it opens exactly the same as Top Gun. Yeah. And I thought for a minute, much. I thought for a minute they've put the wrong film <laughs> on. Uh, mm. And it's brilliant. It gives you all the, the tingles right at the beginning. I was just I was smiling straight off. And just before we went in, you watched this the day before I watched this. And yeah. you text me. You said, I'm pretty sure you're going to cry. And if you don't, I'm going to eat a shoe. Yeah. Now. Obviously, I cried. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> and that's why I was very confident in that bet. <laughs> what part? I cried probably the first time, not cried, but got choked up a lot. Yeah. was the first, when he first says, talk to me, Goose, when he's in his space rocket. Yeah. Uh, that was the first time I, I got choked up. And there's a point towards the end, Iceman bit, choked up. I that's that the handled, bit I thought would definitely get you. Handled really well. Mm. And then there's a point, it's about 40 minutes to go. He's just done his, uh, the two minute, 15 second test to show that it, the mission is possible. Yeah. You've just got to fly on the edge of your seat kind of thing. And I got really a bit because I thought, bloody hell, I'm enjoying this so much. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked around and everyone was kind of on the edge of their seat. And I thought, this is special. This is special. <laughs> and then obviously there's bits towards the end when I thought this was like, a dance to the death kind of thing, a last mm. chance saloon. This is like a Western. He's going out on his, on you know. Yeah, yeah, going out on a high. Yeah, and I thought, wow, we're going to see Tom Cruise die. And mm. it's rare we watch Tom Cruise die. I was trying to think about films that he's died in. And the only one I could really think of recently was Collateral. Yeah, I think that's the only one I can think of. I can't remember an interview with Vampire at all. don't know if he dies in that. I don't, doesn't. I don't think he does, no. But anyway, it's rare. But he didn't die in this one, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh, do you want to talk... Okay, do you want to talk about the slight... There there are some things that aren't quite so good, and then we can wax lyrical about everything that's great. Okay, uh, what did you not think was not that good? I thought I thought Jennifer Connelly was pretty wasted. You know, I was going to bring this up. She's yeah. not in it enough. She doesn't do enough. She's bloody great like the, i like the character i like her as an actress i think she's does, does a really good job of what she's got she's not in it enough for me though it's a bit of a waste we talk about the sexy lamp test quite often yeah now, and i think she just goes above that just it's not just by much a, though not by much and i also thought i'd love that character to be with tom cruise not just like oh, a former flame i would like to him 
her to be her his partner from the start. I think mm. Maverick kind of needed that. Yeah, and it's not. It's nice that they're sort of age appropriate. And Just I was, about, yeah. I was slightly worried that you know Maverick was going to end up hooking up with a recruit, and it was going to be a re- re- reversed situation to the first one where the the teacher and student get together. But, yeah. uh, so I'm quite glad that didn't happen because I think that would have been quite icky. Do you think it needed a love story at all? No, but I think that it's it was a useful device to show that Maverick had something to live for. You know, they they talk about people having family to go back to and stuff, and it kind of sh- you know this was about Maverick having a family, mm. not just that family, but also Rooster as well. Yeah, um, who is Goose's son? Like having giving because because before he's like. He's not had anything to live for, has he? He goes out and he does all this daring, crazy stuff because he's got no kids and he's got no wife and he's got nothing that he needs to live for, really. But this time, on this mission, the stakes are a bit higher. Mm, that he, line, he, he that needs line to when he's plane, up in the plane with Rooster, he's like, what would you do in this situation if I wasn't here? And he's like, but you are here. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. oh God. So, so yeah, I think they could they could have done a lot more with with Jennifer Connelly, but I think it's they're trying to hark back to that kind of eighties vibe, aren't they? Where they didn't do that stuff so much, and also it is it is pretty cheesy in places. You know, like, so is the original, exactly the the original is, and it doesn't matter. It it, it kind of doesn't matter. There's a few times when I'm like, oh, little bit it's all a little bit cheesy but that's okay it's okay it's nice cheese yeah it's i a... think if you're not a fan of top gun i don't think you're gonna like this film no no <laughs> no but you can appreciate the the craft that's gone into this film hopefully. well we'll get onto the craftsmanship because it's incredible but oh, God, um... the rhyming is incredible anyway sorry let's yeah we'll get to that <laughs> but I, I do agree with you at some points it does lean heavily it leans heavily into homages mm. of top gun and the 80s and the music yeah and the callbacks like the playing on the, it's the very on the nostalgic beach. very the, the, the music playing in the bar you know great yeah. balls of fire kind of thing him in the white suit which was cool to see um all these little moments they're like they could have either done something you know in a way it was a bit different I, I don't think it, it. Top Gun is quite like, like a little bit like Rocky, montage heavy of you know the planes. Mm. And there's a there's a section after the beginning, and then there's not a lot of flying until he gets to Top Gun. Yeah, and then and then it it it, it ramps up the uh, the the montages and the training sessions. Mm. I also didn't feel like there was. I mean, there was tension between him and and John Hamm, who plays his super his like superior, but it it didn't quite feel like the same level of tension as we've seen as we've seen in the first movie. There wasn't a your ego's right in checks your body can't cash moment, you know, like. Well, that that moment is is the Ed Harris moment. Yeah, and Ed, again, Ed Harris didn't feel like he was in it enough, really. What? Yeah, I thought it was just a nice cameo. Yeah, it was the, very much a cameo. Yeah, absolutely. But I was like, oh, Ed Harris. So he's going to be, that's going to be an interesting kind of, you know, a foil for Maverick. But no, it didn't really happen. No, I would have probably liked to seen Ed more. Yeah. But I, I know I quite, well, the problem here I have with Top Gun Rich is that I have beer goggles on for Top Gun. <laughs> Essentially, if I work for a publication and, and, they are like, who wants to re- review Top Gun? Obviously, my hand would go up. And they'd be like, yes, yeah. no, Dave, you're too close. <laughs> because true, true. I think I'm one of those people like, 
Well, even with its faults, this film was fucking banging, and it's the best film I've watched this year. I mean, the the things with the faults we've just talked about absolutely do not affect this movie being incredibly good and incredibly yeah. good fun. So nice to go watch a movie and really enjoy yourself. I've already booked in for Monday to go see it again. Really? Yeah. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> There's a moment at the end, I just like, I'm so glad that was good. Yeah. And my dad lent, I was like, that's brilliant. And my dad's a massive Top Gun fan as well. We went to see it together. It was very special. Um, I just had such a good time with it. And and the planes and the way they filmed mm. the, the dogfights uh, and the, the plane sequences, the, how they can now fit like eight IMAX cameras into a cockpit of a camera. Yeah, it's a, crazy. A, a cockpit of a plane yeah. is absolutely nuts. Like when we, we've talked about Dark Knight and they had like, there's four IMAX cameras in existence yeah, at yeah. that point, and they broke one, and they were massive and they were heavy things. Mm-hmm. And now they can get them into a cockpit of an F-18 or whatever it is. It's I'm mad, not a plane expert. It is mantle, <laughs> and all those those actors had to use like pretty much direct themselves when they're up in the air. Yeah, like press record themselves, and then they had no one to like talk them through them things. I think it's incredible. And do you know what? It wasn't CGI. You know, there yeah. was there was no kind of it, it, it was it was we talked about craft um and i guess we're going to get onto that now is that yeah let's do it it would be it would have been so easy easy to cgi the crap out of this i was worried for that but i didn't see any maybe when the helicopter explodes maybe that maybe there's a bit of cgi in that but absolutely yeah yeah but that's well, it they, yeah that's all i could spot essentially i mean if there was it was incredibly well done because it it just looked amazing sounded amazing as well rich <sighs> The sa- it, I've been I've been singing the soundtrack to myself <laughs> for like two days. My wife is so annoyed with me. <laughs> that Lady Gaga song I have to say now is absolutely brilliant. As it's well. so it's like- good. <laughs> <laughs> it is so good, and it's so perfectly well blended together. But yeah, the 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 craft of making this movie, the rhyming between this movie and the first one is perfect. The pacing is absolutely spot on. You feel like, I felt like I was watching a movie from from the 80s, you know, a a proper classic movie. And it was just, it it was great. Also, to hold out for when this people were in the cinema to watch it yeah i'm so glad they did that yeah this film has to be seen on like the biggest screen you can see i saw it on the imax like in the bfi one very lucky that i live near london and can go do that it's the best screen you yeah. can see on i'm guessing you saw it did you see imax at... i did see it in the imax yeah it, IMAX okay. in, in, in Keynes. so not the biggest screen i can see it on but pretty but pretty big. good pretty good yeah 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 so yeah it was good i really enjoyed it and the sound was incredible like yeah just yeah, I, I was so worried going in because one, it, it's a you know it's a to- original is a Tony Scott film which is, mm. and then they I, I can't pronounce the guy's the director's name in this I'm afraid, Joseph Kolowski, who who's done a, a host of films, mm. which I believe was Oblivion he did with Tom Cruise. But yeah, he did Oblivion with Tom Cruise, so they've worked together before. So yeah, but I I get the impression this was a very Cruise. That Tom Cruise maybe had a lot to do with this movie. Well, we should talk about Tom Cruise. What do you think of his performance? It's like he just just went straight back into it. And he is Maverick. It looked like he loved it. I looked like he was having the time of his life. Yeah, I, 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 it was. It's the role he's born to play. I think he's just a madman, Rich. <laughs> it's insane, isn't he? <laughs> I, I watched a little snippet of interview with with him and Ali Plum, and uh, and Ali Plum was like, like 
what what can't you do? Like you can do all this stuff. He's like, next movie, Tom Cruise flies a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> Has he got a bus license? Can he drive a bus? I'm sure that's a. I'm sure he license. can. I'm sure he can. But you know, he just he's just crazy, and he's perfect for Maverick because he just yeah. is that guy. He's a an actor like a an actor that is well, it's a rare breed now. Mm. I don't think they exist apart from him. That is just a. A movie making machine from yeah from start to finish like i don't think he ever turns off no and he just is I th- he's just in it isn't he like he just like i don't think there's any separation between tom cruise in real life and tom cruise playing this character no. i think that is genuinely him you sort of see him on screen he's doing what he loves dr- flying planes driving bikes yeah playing on the beach Need for Speed, and I mean, he looks incredible <laughs> for like fifty-five or whatever he was when he made this. I think he might have had some work done. I'm not. Gonna, Shut there, up. There are a few shots of his face, and I'm like, oh, I think you've had some work done there, Tom. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> but yeah, he does look incredible. And talking of looking incredible, Miles Teller. How great is Miles Teller, and how much does he look like Goose? I it's, absolutely it's scary. believe that he that he's Goose's son in this. I showed a picture to my wife of Miles Teller as Goose, and she went, "Oh, it looks like when a, a, a more handsome actor plays someone in a biopic." <laughs> She's like, "It's like the, the the movie of Goose's life, and he's the handsome actor playing Goose." That's <laughs> a really good point. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that, that, that's going to the podcast. <laughs> I don't know if it's just the tash that really pulls it all together. It's not. It's the shape of his head and like his hair. It's, it's everything. It just, you know, there's just a shot of him walking across and you're like, it, it, it just looks like goose. It just yeah, does. Especially when they're in the plane together at the end. Yeah. And it, they're, cut, they're bouncing off each other like like Maverick and Goose did in yeah. when Goose was alive in the first one. <laughs> oh, oh, God, dear. And there's a bit where the where he's going to pull the ejector cord. And I'm like, don't hit it. Don't hit the lid. Don't do it yeah. again. <laughs> do you feel like there was a lack of, what's the word I'm trying to think here? Not urgency, but a lack of threat of people dying. I know we thought certain characters were going to die, but in the end, everyone came yeah. home. Was that the point of the film? That I know that's what Tom Cruise wanted from the mission, but do you think a plane should have gone down with people it in it? It did feel somewhat convenient. Um, yes i think and yeah maybe it could have done with a little bit of or maybe we've already had the funeral spoiler guys against but of iceman yeah true val kilmer character what did you think of that scene by the way do you think do you think it's appropriate that they used his actual real life illness as a, a purpose for him not to talk which i personally i thought was handled very nicely because yeah everyone wanted val kilmer in the film yeah true you want iceman you and you don't want him just to have a picture like like a ghostbusters 2016 no. when you walk past a, a picture of harold harold ramus go huh mm. it's nice that they actually put him there and what he does do with his his face and he's i thought he's great yeah i mean and i love that friendship that they those two have now in the film like that you they you bought into that very quickly like they have that years of respect now and friendship yeah, yeah, and essentially Iceman's been covering Maverick's ass for 30 years, essentially. That's the impression you get, is that yeah, 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 Maverick yeah. would have been kicked out of the Navy about 25 years ago if it wasn't for Iceman. I don't... I don't. It's a difficult one, but I, I'm glad they put they had Falcon were in there, and he obviously wanted to do it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess they didn't play too... Uh, yeah. 
it didn't feel exploitative one. i guess is the thing i like i think they would have wanted him in the movie they didn't have him in the movie be- and, and being ill because he's ill you know they did that to cover up the fact that he's he's not well and my parents didn't know about Val Kilmer's actual illness in real life oh right okay so when they found out they were like oh no that's a great way of of showing respect to the man the actor and the character yeah 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 it did it didn't it had potential to feel a bit icky and it didn't it felt all right it did yeah it didn't feel disrespectful I was sorry I'm I'm really thinking about it because I don't want to but yeah it, it no it didn't feel disrespectful it felt okay it didn't feel exploitative like like in uh, Rise of Skywalker when Carrie Fisher came back. That felt a bit exploitative. But this, did, yeah. this didn't. Yeah. I know. I think they did it all right. I think so. Too. I think they walked that fine line quite nicely for the whole film. I think they pay homage all over the place, to be honest. Oh, God. It's it's so nostalgic. It's... it, it, it Yeah, it's... <sighs> and maybe some people won't like that. Because it's so nostalgic to the first movie, and it rely it does rely on that it can't exist without the first movie, essentially. Mm. Uh, and yet, it does also stand alone. Essentially, you could watch if you've not seen Top Gun, you could watch this. Mm. You won't get everything. You won't understand all of the cues, and you won't understand why it's quite so good. Mm. But you'll enjoy but it. But you'll enjoy it. It's still fun, and it's still not the sort of movie that we see very often these days. The one that's just it's just fun it's pure cinema it's not you don't have to think you don't have to it's it's not contrived it's not there's no twist it's very simple action movie you can sit back and go oh I enjoyed that oh and yeah you know I don't see anyone anyone coming out of it going not have not having had fun essentially yeah well we know from experience how hard a sequel is a sequel in particular but mm. a sequel that is 36 years later incredible. than the original incredible There's, <sighs> it's a very hard thing to do and very few sequels have pulled it off blade runner i can think is one of them yeah apart from that you, you know it's hard it's and got these, no these, right these leg- to be yeah, this no, good. <laughs> right, no right and these legacy sequels they're they're coming out quite often now it's what everyone's leaning to like obviously ghostbusters afterlife which is yeah. a very solid one but then you had like we come into america we've talked about quite a lot mm. and how it, that goes in the wrong way of playing on the same jokes and somehow top gun doesn't go into that area it hits the same beats without being the same that's that's the thing it 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 treads that fine line of nostalgia without repetition, but also with an interesting story that keeps you engaged. Yeah, absolutely. The mission is really interesting. Yeah, like, the stakes. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just wish, I wish those stakes. I mean, I've, I, obviously, me and you both thought certain characters were going to die. Mm. Uh, like I first thought, I thought, I thought. Uh, well, I can't remember the cool names of the other ones. I, I thought Bob and Phoenix. Yes. Yeah, I thought they might. Okay. Yeah. I thought they we're might gonna have an early death before the mission, mm. and then uh, obviously I thought Tom Cruise heroic uh, sacrifice. I was like, "Well, that's him gone." Yeah, yeah. And then he doesn't, and then Rooster comes up, and I thought, "Oh my god, they're going to kill Goose's son," mm. and they don't. No, I think it could have done with a. If I'm being really picky, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have. Done I agree with, with you. A, I absolutely agree. Yeah, with you. A, a death in combat kind of thing, but you know, but that's being really picky because it didn't. It doesn't really, really need it. It just would have made it a little bit more believable, maybe. Yeah, and the mission's so good. And I like, I, I kind of <laughs> like they didn't put into a, 
Unless I missed, they they didn't say what country. No, no, they didn't say anything. I thought like, that was very clever. Like we are not. Well, they, don't, blame they don't in anyone. the first one either. Oh, I always thought they were Russian MIGs, aren't they? Well, yeah, but they don't. But lots of countries have MIGs. Russians, the Russians made made the MIGs, but like Iran had MIGs and China had MIGs. You know, like it was like could you know they didn't they don't they don't say. I think that's a good move. You don't want to piss anyone off. Yeah, yeah. Well, you want to sell this movie in lots of countries, don't you? So well, <laughs> I don't think they're putting it out in Russia, but no, that's for other reasons. No, no. But yeah, I mean, I. I I just presumed it was Russia. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, as soon as they sh- showed snow, yeah, I was yeah. like, well, we're, we're in Eastern Europe somewhere, aren't we? <laughs> we're not in Iran. No. We're not in the desert. <laughs> yeah, I just I just presumed it was Russia. Um, but yeah, they don't, they don't say. They don't say in the first one. They don't say in this one. I mean, how... Talking of convenient... Yeah. I'm not. I'm not slagging this off too much because I actually really enjoyed it. But how very convenient that they should find an F-14 just just oh, I, I, I loved to it. sit there. It, <laughs> which is the plane from he flew in the first yes. Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. Which was like a. It's like basically that scene in Art Goes Past Afterlife when the car shows up and you're like, oh my god, that's the original car. <laughs> but basically, what what it doesn't ex- sort of explain too well is that. Essentially, they're taking not not a knife to a gunfight, but a stick to a gunfight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With this F fourteen, because it's like it's so slow, it's so unmanoeuvrable, it's so underpowered compared to all the the, the baddie jets, the fifth generation jet. They yeah, keep yeah, saying. yeah. How they get away with that? <laughs> it's crazy. It's because that's because Maverick's such a good flyer. Yeah, true. That's why. Yeah. Um, I thought it was great. It was Honestly, great. It was great. Listeners, there's a point in this movie when. Tom Cruise, Maverick, gets discharged, basically. And John Hamm, the bad guy that you're all booing, like, <laughs> he tries to take over the mission because he thinks the mission is impossible. They've got to do this bomb- bombing of something in a mm. an impossible situation, Miracle 1, Miracle 2, yeah. in 2 minutes 30. And John Hamm doesn't think it's possible. And he's basically going to lead his troops into battle, but certain death. Basically, all he cares about is blowing the thing up. So they've got to do, they've got to do it in, like, 2 minutes 30, and for all the guys to come back alive, haven't they? They can do the mission in four minutes, but essentially the the guys will. It's a suicide mission. They won't come yeah. back because they'll get shot out of the sky. But Maverick thinks it can be possible done in two minutes thirty, and then he does a run without no one's permission. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he does it in two minutes fifteen, and from that point to the end is just magic. And there is a point I thought, oh god, we're going to have a Pearl Harbor tacked on ending to prove that we're the champions yeah and it it kind of just gets away with that i think Mm. it's magic yeah it really is and there's also that ice man moment between hangman and and rooster i saw that coming yeah you're always gonna a mile away once they're on their way back and i thought okay those two are not gonna die now yeah and we're gonna have the ice man reversed you know hangman he's been he's in glenn powell who i think is also brilliant in this film by the way he that is that slimy you know <laughs> cocky yeah the the just, gunshot yeah i'm the best and i don't care what you guys do kind of that shit-eating grin kind of thing yeah. that he just he does he does so well in a lot of films yeah i was like well i just went to my missus hangman uh <laughs> i'm pretty sure she knew it was coming but i was having a great time at that point <laughs> And that was like slightly cheese, and I'm like, bullshit. You can be my wingman. Yeah, ending. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then we had the other ending when he gets back. 
he gets back and then Jennifer Connolly comes and they go on a plane and then Lady Gaga kicks in uh, and and you're just clapping at that point yep. just going yep. bravo guys you've actually you've landed the plane on this whole film basically you haven't dived yeah. crashed and burned nope. look at me pulling out those <laughs> plane buttons <laughs> Um, I don't. I didn't stay for an end credit sequence because I wasn't expecting one because it's a very eighties kind of movie and they didn't do that then. I stayed for most of it, but I don't think there is one. No, no, is I wasn't one? expecting one. I was They're like, not setting up like because this is called Top Gun. This is my worry now, Rich. We yeah. should go into the future. This, this is called Top Gun Maverick, mm. right? Are we going to get like Top Gun Rooster, Top Gun Felix, Top Gun <sighs> Hangman? Maverick story is done now, right? Yeah, he's got what be. he's wanted. Yeah, yeah he's done. This was. They said this is this is a one and done. This is your last mission. Then you're out, didn't they? You know that was. And the... he's, he's built his relationship back with Rooster. Yeah. Because at one point Maverick had uh, pulled Rooster's. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? His application for the navy. Application yeah. to navy school mm. or whatever it's called. So he put him back four years. So not only did Rooster blame kind of bl- I don't know I don't know what came first I don't know if I was a bit confused did they have a relationship before he did that yeah I think they did because Maverick says the reason that he pulled those papers is because essentially he like Rooster's mum like Meg, Meg, Ryan. Meg Ryan said she didn't want him in the Navy she didn't want him to die like his dad and asked Maverick to do it essentially so I think there was prob- there's probably a relationship like Maverick's been around they've definitely known so, each other so the anger bet- he's building towards Maverick isn't just you. I blame you for my dad's death. That's I don't has think that really, at some point. I don't think he really blames him for his dad's death. I think he understands that that shit can go wrong. Yeah, in the that, kind of that stuff happens like that. He's a pilot too. He gets it. I don't think he really genuinely blames him. I think I think like Hangman uses that to wind Rooster up, doesn't he? Um, mm. But I don't think he genuinely blames Maverick for his dad's death. But I do think that, yeah, his the anger was you're not letting me do what I want to do and stop you're not my dad, stop being stop controlling my life kind of thing. I think that's I quite like that whole storyline. Do you think that touched the going a little bit into Cruz's personal life? How, how there's a line in there and I thought, Oh, that must cl- touch close to home, like all he wanted to be was like a dad to him. I don't really know much about Tom Cruise's personal life, to be honest, other than he comes across as slightly unhinged. <laughs> I think he's built to make movies for us at this yes, point that's yeah. all he wants to do is entertain the masses he knows what yeah. the cinema crowd want and he, I tell you what he delivers what was your favourite scene we should probably oh dear <laughs> um, it's really hard to think because I just enjoyed all of it so much um, I, I, I can't get over the opening credits I honestly can't. I, I can't because the music is so good. That the it it look it it just feels like you're in an eighties movie. Yeah, and I think that was just so well done. And it's so nice to have opening credits. He really I, can't let this go, guys. Look, he loves it. I hate it. I, I I'm nostalgic for credits. <laughs> That's what I'm saying for opening credits. I just like. I just loved it. I just really. I just like that. I liked it, and then I liked that it went straight away to. Maverick, who wasn't, he's like, oh, he's not in the Navy anymore at that point. Well, he is in the he Navy. He is, but he's, he's in a different he, bit. He's yeah. doing something, section. Yeah. Trying to get Mach 10 supersonic planes. And obviously, Which he goes too far. Very fast. <laughs> very fast, but a very funny scene. The plane blows up. That's a very good bit. I like that. 
<laughs> Very good jokes. Walks into a restaurant, basically survived. And he, he doesn't know what town he is. And there's a little boy next to him. And he looks like a, well, he looks like an astronaut. Yeah, he, he does. Yeah. And he's all like kind of burned up and all his suits all like black. <laughs> and and... He, he asks, where am I? And the kid just says, Earth. <laughs> and it kind of sets the tone like, okay, we're going to have some fun here as well. Yeah. We've already had Maverick doing his little looks uh, and relationship with Hodor or something. Hodu? Hodo? Yeah, I, um, I can't remember. It's not it's not Hodor, that's Game of Thrones. <laughs> who suddenly just turned up at uh, Top Gun as well. I was like, how's he there as well? But I'm not, oh, they're having a good time, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, my, 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 my favourite scene, I, I would say, is the, the last 40 minutes. <laughs> is that a scene? Can I say that? Uh, it's not a scene, but yeah, you can. You definitely can. Talk to me, Goose. Every time we said that, talk to me, Dad. I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Keep it together, Dave. Keep it together. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was just, lovely. It was, it was, I was so relieved, and my dad in particular loved it, my parents loved it. And yeah, shall we go on to uh, the unequal sequel rating question? Yeah, yeah. So, unequal sequel, and uh, what's your rating? I'm going to say. It's a toughie, this, this the unequal sequel question. I genuinely actually think it's better than the first one. So, wow. I'm going to have to watch it a few more times to make a final decision. Yeah. But I, th- I think it's better than the first one. I think it's so rewatchable. I think yeah. this is going to be... And I think... I can't wait to... I'm going to buy it on f- physical media because I need to watch The Making Ofs. Mm. I need to get as much content down my throat of how they made this film. Yeah, definitely. I think I think it's just amazing. I'm going to call it unequal because I like it more than the first one, I think. To be fair, we're not even quite sure what this question means yet. But... <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it's a, it's very just about unequal because I think it's slightly. I think I think it's probably going to end up being better than the original. You see, I love the original and I love this, and I think they're very equal. Fair enough. So, fair enough. I think that's fair. <laughs> Take from that what you will. The important people. one though. What about a score out of seven? Well, like I said earlier, I've got beer goggles. <laughs> So you're going to give it a seven, right? Yeah. yeah. I think this is the best film I've watched this year. I can't see anything beating it. I think it's the most fun film I've watched this year, definitely. I would probably yeah. give it, I think, probably a six. And a... Which is massive. Which is massive. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, six and a half. Six, I think six and a quarter. I can't quite <laughs> give it six and a half. It does have flaws. It does have flaws. Yeah, I'm gonna give it like I'm gonna give it six and a quarter. <laughs> out of I'm seven. gonna give it seven because one, I think Jennifer Connelly does amazing for what she does. Yeah, it has in this film. Mm. I don't think Jennifer Connelly's done enough work recently. No, definitely not. No, that's true. I uh, she's great. I'm glad they steered away from the girl being Maverick's daughter as well. I thought that's where they were gonna go at one point. The, oh wow! Could you imagine if they dropped that in there as well? Yeah, I think that'd be too much. Oh, by the way, Maverick, <laughs> yeah. isn't it weird that she's 16 and I saw you last year 16 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. Like it wasn't. A, I am your father. <laughs> oh, we didn't need yeah. that. That'd have been another trope we didn't need. But yeah, seven out of seven. Maybe a masterpiece. Who knows? Again, beer goggles, guys. You wouldn't send me to review Top Gun, Maverick. No, this is true. This is true. Uh, Rich, do you want to tell us, sing the people out? Yes. So if you've liked what you've heard and, you know, I think it's a nice rambly chat about a movie we both loved. So who's, who wouldn't like it? Rare. Yeah, it is rare. It, is, it seems to be a, 
a rare occurrence these days that we find a movie we both really like. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of a lot of mediocre sequels out there. So, but yeah, so if you've liked what you've heard, then you can go back and listen to all our other episodes. There's at least one a week. Uh, but at the moment, two a week because we've got our brilliant interview episodes as well. So go back and listen to those if you haven't already. If you are a new listener and we've had a few recently, lots of new listeners joining us. Thank you very much for joining in. Thank you very much for, for coming along. Click that little subscribe for us. That'd be really nice. If you do happen to like what you hear, give us a review, five stars, a heart, a little tick, a little smiley face. I don't know what it is on your pod shop of choice. Whatever it is that denotes we're good and you like us, we would love that forever. Thank you very much. Um, and if you want to follow us on social media, then we are at Unequal Sequel on Twitter and Instagram. You can also send us an email, unequalsequel at hotmail.com. And soon, soon, a website. Jesus. I know, right? <laughs> I've been working on it this weekend. It's very exciting. Mm, we're going professional. We are. Yeah. Pros. It's <laughs> worrying. Enthusiastic amateurs, let's say. Yeah. That's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you've you've enjoyed this episode with us. We have. I loved it. Uh go see Top Gun. Go see Top Gun Maverick. Uh if you get the chance as well, this is a bit of and the Prince Charles Cinema, they do these like quote along watch alongs. And if you get a chance to go and see Top Gun at, at one of them. Go see it because it's brilliant. People have the best time. Like imagine like 200 people singing You've Lost That Love and Feeling is an absolute bull. Yeah, thank you for listening. I can back up what Rich said and just carry on listening, vote and all that jazz. Uh, I've got nothing else to say because I'm still hungover. So um, <laughs> it's a, it's oh, yeah. adios from me. If this is your first time listening, Dave's not normally like this. <laughs> And it is a bye-bye from him. Bye! I truly hope you have a lovely week.